Hello and welcome to Fitness Business Copywriting, the podcast for fitness professionals that want to use writing to market their businesses better so they can get more of the clients that they want. My name is Mitch Rothbart. I've been a personal trainer and gym owner for about 12 years and have grown my gym consistently using copywriting as my main marketing channel. In each of these episodes, I'll cover an aspect of copywriting you can use to help your marketing right away. And at the end of the episode and in the show notes, I'll let you know how you can reach me with any questions. In this episode, you'll hear from our very special guest, Charlotte Davies, to talk about getting the fear and awkwardness out of networking. It's much, much easier than you may think, and her idea for an opening line when you're talking to someone, you've got to hear it. All right, let's get started. Charlotte Davies is a UK-based copywriter and messaging strategist. She worked in PR for eight years across a number of industries, including music and food, spent four years working at her, at her city's theater, managing events and business development, and has taught English as a second language in Italy, Spain, and online to kids and teenagers in China throughout the pandemic. Wow. Since starting her copywriting business in April 2021, networking has been the main source of lead generation and new business for her. She also runs workshops on networking skills, copywriting, and understanding your customers. So thank you all the way across the pond. Charlotte, how are you doing today? I'm really good. Thank you, Michelle. How are you? I am doing pretty well, doing pretty well. It's a beautiful morning here in uh, Castro Valley, California. And where exactly are you in the UK? My city is called Wolverhampton. So it's quite a small city. It's in the centre. It's um, close to Birmingham, which is the UK's second biggest city. And it's right in the middle. So I can get to London in two, two hours or so. I'm close to Wales. Yes, good location. Good, very nice, very nice. You've been there your whole life, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I lived in Montreal for a while when I was a student. Um, lived for a few months in Spain as well, and I lived in the southwest of England for eight years. I went to university in Bath, which is a Roman city. So, yeah, I've been about a bit, but now back with my family um, in Wolverhampton. Oh, very nice, very nice. So today we're going to talk about something we haven't really talked about on this podcast. Everything we've talked about here has been pretty direct marketing, online, emails, writing. Um, Now, you are certainly a copywriter, but you kind of specialize in something a little different. You specialize in networking, which for a lot of small business owners is horrifying. So, (laughs) So tell me a little bit about your approach to that and how uh, someone who's maybe a little introverted is kind of, you know, used to being kind of in their own zone, how they can uh, use networking to expand their business. Well, Mitchell, I have to say that when I first started networking, I felt the same and I hated it. And I thought, it, oh, God, I've got to get out there. I've got to speak to all these strangers Um, But I've been doing it for a long time. So when I was at university, I used to write for my student newspaper. And one night I had to go out with the rowing team and interview the rowing team. And I was Mm. so nervous that before I went there, I had a shot of tequila. And I don't (laughs) recommend that to anybody. And I certainly don't go to uh, networking events now and do a shot of anything. (laughs) But it just goes to show that you can start off feeling really nervous and hate it. But now I really enjoy it because my my mindset has completely shifted because I'm not going there just to 
I'm going there to meet people and finding out if mm-hmm. I can help people with my skills. Yeah. And I think when you shift that mindset and into you're actually going to help somebody and you could help them in your case, fitness, um, feel better about themselves and feel more confident. For me, it's helping people feel more confident going to these kind of events. It's not about me. It's about them. That's, that's an awesome approach that, I mean, that, and that really fits in with a lot of so much of what we talk about is about developing relationships and not trying to sell people, but trying to uh, let them know how you can help and coming, coming from, from that kind of a standpoint, like I'm actually trying to help make your life better. So you're not really trying to sell yourself. You're trying to legitimately help someone. And that, that really shifts your mind. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just starting that conversation with a hello. Because if you go in thinking, right, I've got to sell based on this conversation, you're not setting yourself for a long-term relationship. And in business, that's what I want, because I want to create these good relationships where somebody's going to, I'm going to be able to work with them over a number of years with their messaging, with their website, maybe some content along the line. So there's a lot of different ways that I can help them. But if I make a bad impression at the start, if I just try and sell them based on that one interaction, that's putting a lot of pressure on myself. That's putting a lot of pressure on that conversation. Whereas if you just say, well, this is just a a way of finding out what's their name, what they do, can I help them? Or do I know somebody else who can help them? Because it's not just about me or that person, it's about the, the wider network as well. Yeah. I mean, and again, that's a, that's a, it's a great approach because I think, you know, when we kind of look at kind of the world of marketing, which is all about supposed to be all about selling and it just, man, it's like the pressure to do that and the pressure to get results and the pressure for all, you know, all these things can be really overwhelming, particularly as a small business owner, when you're kind of in your own little shell, you know, doing what you do, whatever that may be, um, kind of having that approach, it really takes so much of the pressure off and just starting yeah. a conversation with hello like wow that's really original you know you don't need some kind of fancy line you really yeah. don't because quite often if I go to a networking event one of the first places that I go to is the drink station and get myself a biscuit and a tea or a coffee or something like that if it's a breakfast thing you get a bacon roll um <laughs> but it's it is just seeing that okay what brings the other person here um it's just a more informal way of doing things even before I've gone to the event quite often I'll email the venue or the event organizer and say oh are you going to be there it'll be really nice to meet you if it's my first time and I haven't been there before having that interaction even before I've got there it kind of warms things up and I think okay I'm not going in completely cold Because when I was working at the theatre, I organised tons of networking events and it was in my best interest for everybody to feel comfortable because I wanted them to have a good impression of the theatre. I wanted them to have a nice time and come back to the theatre in the future. So if somebody, I wanted to do everything that I could to make that person feel welcome and comfortable so if somebody emailed me saying oh I don't know anybody (laughs) I would go out my way to introduce them to other people because I don't that's the whole idea of a networking event yeah exactly and that's a really great idea like just that idea of 
starting a relationship with someone before the event actually starts, it kind of gives you something to do. Like I know with me sometimes, like I can have a conversation with anyone about a certain thing, as long as I kind of know what, what that's about. Like starting a conversation can be difficult, but I can stand in front of a room and talk about something, no problem, because I know what I'm talking about. So if you go in knowing that you, okay, I am scheduled to talk to this person, you can kind of go in with at least that goal in mind. And then the rest of it just kind of goes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think um, as well, if you're nervous about going, the event organizer is a really good person to speak to because you can find out, is there a dress code? Is there going to be any food? Do I need to go and eat before I go there? Or Mm -hmm. those kind of things. And is it close to public transport? Anything that you can do to make yourself feel more nervous and a Less, less nervous, nervous. And more, <laughs> yeah, more, less nervous yeah. before you get yeah. there then it takes all those extra things off your mind so you can focus on having a good time when you're there yeah and i think also a lot of other people they're probably a little nervous too if they haven't met people before yeah mitchell yeah. i organized um some practice networking sessions earlier on in the year And I emailed people who were coming along and I had a few questions. And one of them was, what are you most nervous about, about networking? And Mm -hmm. about 60% of people were saying, oh, I'm really scared about making a fool of myself. I don't know what to say. I don't want to look like an idiot. And I was just Mm -hmm. thinking, if you've got two people two of those 60%, they're both nervous about what they're saying. They're both Mm -hmm. nervous about making a fool of themselves. If they're speaking to each other, they're not going to be focused on what the other person is going to say. It's all going to be about them. But I think having that understanding that other people are feeling nervous as well, you're not on your own feeling that way. Yeah, that's, that's another a way to think about it because everybody gets a little bit nervous. Yeah, absolutely. And in the fitness world, that there's a, there's another version of that, which is that people think everyone else has it all together. You know, like people come to me and they they say, "Man, everyone in the gym, they know exactly what they're doing. They're they're doing great." I'm, but I'm all over here, and I'm I'm thinking to myself, "You don't know the people, the other people in the gym, like I do. It's not like that at all. Everyone's just like you. It's okay." Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It, yeah. That that's a, a, a big thing. It's like we're we're also focused in on ourselves. Sometimes it's hard to see from other people's perspectives. So we got two things. So he's, you're saying the, the really complicated start of the conversation with hello, really good one. <laughs> uh, the second one, uh, talk to the event organizer beforehand. Just drop an email or a text or however. Just again, nice and informal, nice and easy. What else, uh, when you're heading to a networking event, what other hints? Um, So not every networking event, but some networking events have a 60-second pitch section. Mm. So especially if you go to B&I meetings or like my Chamber of Commerce do events where everybody gets up to do a 60-second pitch. Yeah. And if you go in and you're not expecting that, then you think, oh my goodness, what am I going to say? And you fluff your mm. lines and you don't know what to say, you, you garble. So I would recommend having a 60 second pitch pre-prepared so that you've practiced it a few times. And then when you get there, you can stand up and you're going to feel nervous. I always feel yeah. nervous because I care about what I do. But yeah. if you have something pre-prepared and um, 
it doesn't have to be very long because it's 60 seconds. So aim for about 150 words. Start off with a good hook because if you're 20th in the whole group and everybody else has spoken before, I've been in that situation. You're going to have to get people's attention because people start to glaze over. Um, they start scrolling through their phone. You need mm. to do something to catch their capture their attention. So for me, um, quite often I start off with a stat. So you've got six seconds to capture somebody's attention, mm. which isn't long at all. No. So then I go on to how I, I then I go on to the problem. So what does this mean for um, you if you've got your website and somebody's coming there? You need to catch their attention as quickly as possible, showing that you understand their problems and then understanding their, where they want to go and showing that you can solve their problems. So, for example, if you were saying your fitness services, Mitchell, you might start off with a, a stats or a, a story that's about levels of... Um, diabetes or osteoporosis or something yeah. if you wanted to I go on to, mm-hmm. to sell uh, powerlifting or something which is good for strengthening the bones yeah. what is something that people might be looking for yeah so what you're saying uh, is basically you're not even telling people what you do you're just saying how you can how you help people you're not saying i'm yeah. a copywriter you're like you have six seconds to capture someone's attention bam yep. this is how it you know and by the way yeah. i'm a copywriter yeah, you go, it's it's like a copywriting formula. So you start off with your hook, you go into the problem, then you go, hi, my name's Charlotte, I'm a copywriter and messaging strategist. Then you explain more of your solution about what you do. So mm-hmm. I write compelling website copy that will turn people into um, visitors, into raving fans, something along those lines. Then I add in a bit of X factor, what makes me better than other people, better than other people to do that so I've done training with the copywriter club um how we met um copy school all these different things and then I add in um a call to action at the end so what do I want people to do next as a result of what they've heard so quite often I'll say if you've got writing your website on your list for 2022 or you've heard me speak and you think oh my goodness I need to sort this out let's have a one-to-one meeting afterwards or let's have a chat. So it doesn't have to be anything huge. It could just be a conversation. But if you're asking for something, it could be book a call, book a trial at the gym. Um, Don't just ask for something like a like on social media Mm -hmm. because make make your um, call to action valuable. Yeah, that's, that's that's good. And I do like the idea of, a couple of things. I like the idea of not telling, not just saying, hi, I'm Mitch. I own a gym. Everyone's like, oh, great. You know, uh, I like leading with that stat and getting their kind of buy-in. Like, I mean, for, for me, how, how would you, what would you think of something like everyone in this room has probably had shoulder or back pain? Yeah, like, because yeah. automatically mm-hmm. it's like, I can relate to that. I have had back pain and it's yeah, horrible. Exactly. Everyone's had back pain. And then leading into how I can help them with that. And then finishing up with, if you've had back pain or shoulder pain, talk to me, I'll show you how to fix it. And then we can kind of go from there, you know? And that's another way to, they have, they come up to you knowing what they want to talk about. It's not up to you. You know, you don't even have to bother with it. 
Yeah, and there might be somebody in that room straight away thinking, oh, my back's really been hurting me. I need Mm -hmm. to speak to Mitchell right now. Or it could be further down the line. It could be months before somebody contacts you. And that's the Mm -hmm. thing about doing something like this. It can have immediate, almost immediate results because I've, I've delivered my 60-second pitch and afterwards somebody came up to me and said, Charlotte, I think you need to have a look at my website. And mm-hmm. I did afterwards. And then a few days later, I was writing the website for them. Beautiful. But then other times it's been months. So, mm-hmm. And in some cases, years. Because when I was organizing networking events at the theater, I used to see this guy who um, he first came to one of the theater shows. All the, um, the networking events were linked to a show. So mm-hmm. you'd go and have something to dr- eat and drink beforehand. Then you'd go and see the show. And then during the interval, it was networking again. So it provided different types of engagement, different opportunities to chat. Um, because this is something else I, I digress, but I was thinking what would be really good um, for you or um, as an idea, you could run your own networking events at the gym because you don't have to go to, you can go to other events, but I've, I've organized my own because you're going to hmm. attract people who are interested in what you do straight off the bat so when I was at the theater organizing networking events there it would get people in who were um interested in the theater so if I wanted them to go on and buy more tickets of the theater or join the business club I knew from the start that they they were a warmer lead than somebody totally cold um but things like if it was for business people how could you stand apart from other networking events it could be oh it could be after work and after a really stressful day you've got an opportunity to go along talk to other people about business um but do a bit of networking but get fit in the process because over here we've got um like i've heard about walking networking events where people go for For a walk instead of being a, it just sets you apart from just going to a, I don't know, a hotel room or a conference room. Yeah, exactly. Give around. them something a little different to do. Instead yeah. Of just, and, if you know, you're, yeah. and if you're all working towards the same goal as well, then you've got that um, building that community as well. Yeah. And that's so, a really good point because people go to networking events really with the same goal. It's like they're all trying to build their business. They're all trying to establish relationships and that's the goal for everyone, you know, and meet people and, and, and like that. So you're all, you really are coming from the same place, even if it's not the exact same business. Yeah. You know? And I think with entrepreneurs as well as all that hustle culture and you think, oh, I need to spend all this time behind my desk doing my work. And you sometimes put your health secondary to that. Absolutely. But, yeah. Yeah. And it's easy to do, but if you've got an event at a gym and you think, oh, well, I'm killing two birds with one stone, I can take a bit of time out for my health, but meet other people who might, I don't know, might buy my service, Mm. or I might find people who I can buy from as well, because you want to trust the people that you work with. And if it's a local gym, then you're all helping the community. So it's, um, again, it's, it's coming back to relationships. 
Yes. You know, and that is so yeah. much of, I mean, we talked, I've talked about this on just about every podcast I've done and all the interviews that I've done is just, and, but I don't think it can be said enough. It's all about relationships. It's not about trying to sell someone, you know, the Brooklyn bridge or whatever. It's like, you're trying to help them legitimately trying to help them. And I'll say in the fitness industry, if you're not really trying to help someone, please get out of the fitness industry. We have enough of those people like mm. get into it for the right reasons and try to help people. And what you're going to find is that people will respond to that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think going and meeting people at networking events, it can also give you intelligence about what people like it's understanding your customer mm-hmm. all over again. It's yeah. finding out what their problems are and finding out where they want to be in their life. And you can use those in your copy and you can use them in your emails and going out and about and meeting all these different people that provides really fantastic stories for your email list. So yeah. it's, it, it's, yeah, it all works together. It all does. It's all linked. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And that's another thing we talk about a lot is how some people think marketing has got to be this really elaborate strategy with like, you know, 10 spreadsheets and 50 things to do every day. And it's really not the case, you know? No, it can be. And I think a lot of people yeah. make a lot of money thinking that way, but it doesn't have to be. It can just be going yeah. out and telling a few people. Yeah, exactly. And and the thing, like the people that that actually do have that going on when you're looking at social media and they're posting seven times a day and their videos are professionally produced and they're on you. They have a team. Like if you're a, a small gym owner or a small business owner, and it's just you or maybe you and one employee or something along those lines, you don't have a time to do all that stuff and you don't need to either. So it's, it's, you know. You yeah. And it's expensive as well. If you're, yeah. you're investing in, Facebook ads and things like that before you've concentrated on your core and your immediate, um, the people in your area, in your group, in your area, in your group, yeah, in your friend network. It's just, it's starting small and building up. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it's all about. Well, that's great. That's really helpful stuff. Um, So where can people reach you? Okay, so I'm on Instagram, Charlotte the Copywriter, and um, I'm launching my website. So keep checking back. It's charlottethecopywriter.com. Thank you. Well, that's all I have for today. I really want to thank Charlotte for joining us. So much of what we've been talking about all these weeks applies here too. It's about relationships. It's about letting people know who you are and how you can help them. That's really it. Uh, Networking is just another way to develop those kinds of relationships. So you can see a bit more about her on Instagram at Charlotte the Copywriter, and her website will soon be up at charlottethecopywriter.com. You can also check the show notes for that information. And if you have any questions about anything we talked about today or anything else, let me know by emailing me at mitch at mitchrothbart.com. You can also go to my website to download an ideal client tool with questions to help you figure out exactly who that is, as well as a time-tested sales page and email formula that you can use to focus your message and get your prospects to call you, join your list, buy your product, or whatever else it is you want them to do. If you need help with automations, a welcome sequence, emails, blogs, web pages, or anything else related to copywriting, drop me a line. I can help. And lastly, if you liked what you heard today, please leave a review. It really helps get the word out, 
And if you have any questions about what we covered here or have any suggestions on what to cover in the future, please email me and let me know. Have a great day.